0: let me introduce you to the host of the I Work for Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work for Him radio show with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. As you enter the I Work for Him zone, it's important that you recognize that I Work for Him is not a program that you sign up for. I work for him as a mentality. It's a biblical way of living and it's a permanent shift in your paradigm. I work for him as a revolution that's happening in the workplace. It describes what God is doing in my life each and every day and it describes how God can work in your life as he changes your perspective in the workplace each and every day. I work for him as about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is ignored. And remember, your existence in the workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. God has given that workplace to you as your mission field. And in that workplace, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Here's why you should keep listening to the Our Work For Him show. It's simple. Every day, we will bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways for you to incorporate your faith into the workplace through interviews, discussions, and just all-around fun topics. You know, Martha and I don't come to you as experts. Only as one woman and one man trying to, say, trying to live our lives transparently so that others can learn how to equip themselves for workplace ministry through the paradigm shift in your mind. Our paradigm shift is described by this verse, Romans 12.2. Don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work Rim Zone. You may never be the same. Send me. I'll go send me. Be your hands. In our never ending desire, well, as I put it here, our never ending I Work Rim desire to bring you guests and discussionable challenge the way you think about faith at work, today is again one of those days where you never. what we're going to talk about today, unless you listen to yesterday's show. Today we have in studio Paul and Jenny Speed with WIT Ministries, WIT Ministries, found online at witministries.com, WITministries.com. And we're talking about doing whatever it takes to save our marriages in Tampa Bay and around the country. But let me just give you this disclaimer, this uh, public service announcement. (laughs) We have adult content uh, will be talked about today on the show if you've got kids listening nearby please place them in a room next to you put give them a book give them a puzzle don't shove them in front of the tv please don't if you have to do that turn off the radio and listen to the archive later with your husband if you've got one or listen to the archive later with your wife if you've got one but don't put your kids in front of a tv show because you're listening to this (laughs) we're talking about marital dysfunction and how sin destroys marriages And the kinds of sin that destroy marriages and what Wit Ministries is doing to help get couples the freedom they need from the bondage that the enemy has them wrapped up in. So that's the disclaimer. Listen up, because we're on a whirlwind tour of learning how to be free from the bondage that the enemy has got all around us. Welcome back to the show, Paul and Jenny Speed with WIT Ministries.
1: Thank you, Jim and Martha. Hey, guys. Good to see you.
0: (laughs) Hey, you know, if you missed last night's show, you got to tune in. Last night we talked about two ministries that you guys offer, Four Days to Hope and Four Days to Freedom. Four Days to Freedom for Men. And four days, freedom, four days to Hope for Women. Paul, really quick, before we get into
1: discussion today, Four Days to Freedom, what's it all about? Four Days to Freedom is about helping men um, with whatever the struggles are or addictions in their lives find freedom from those by retraining the way they think and um, finding the root causes of those so that they can walk in freedom from those. Jenny, four
0: days to help. What's it
1: all about?
2: Four days to help. Jim is about helping women deal with the hurts and pains from their past or their present to be able to go through those hurts and, and get healthy so that they can make wise decisions and be able to see themselves for who God truly created them to be without the bondage of those hurts.
0: Mm-hmm. We were talking in our connection group, Martha, on Sunday about shame
3: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, guilt and uh, how God used that, that, that shame is not from our heavenly father. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and that there's a lot of people, Paul and Jenny, that have dealt with, they don't know how to deal with the shame in their life that that, that the enemy keeps piling on top of them and piling on top of them. And and really, you guys are, are, are the ministry to help those people.
1: We want to help people. We know that, um, and from my own personal experience, I know that guilt can be paralyzing. I mean, it can absolutely destroy someone's life. But to be able to give a man or a woman the tools and the steps and to be able to let them hear testimonies of of others who have walked this path gives them hope for the future. And it gives them the courage to step out and do what we're asking them to do. And in doing so, they're going to be able to relieve that guilt, which in turn is going to release them from the shame that they've felt all Mm. these years for it. Mm. And it's powerful because the enemy loves to remind us of the stupid things we've done in our lives that are sin
0: based. And uh, and he loves to just remind us and uses that to, to just to destroy us mm. and to keep us mm. from ever being effective. Well, in we had some great
3: conversation on Sunday when people were talking about, you know, that you just think you don't deserve to come out of that bondage. You don't mm. deserve to live in freedom because you're so bad or, you know, these sins are, are, you know, whatever we our mind gets filled with. And that is the enemy telling us lies. And so that's why we're so excited about having you on the, um, the program today and to share with people about what ministries and how they can have access to these weekends.
1: Amen. So tell me, just let, let's just start with your testimony. How did you end up here? Well, Jenny and I were married. We were a Christian missionary type family, and when, um, we loved each other. We loved the Lord, and we just thought everything we were going to change the world for Christ. But then, um, shortly in the marriage, problems began to um, crop up and disagreements and. I, like I did so many times in my life, I went back to the old things of my past, and pornography and lust and masturbation became um, habitual again through 14 years of our marriage. Jenny would ask me over and over, you know, do you struggle with these things? I may have heard of, she may have heard of someone else who was struggling with this, and I would always lie to her and say, no, not me. And we were leading Sunday school. We were doing couples, discipleship groups in our home, and we looked great on the outside. So after 14 years, um, I took a risk. I thought, you know, our marriage was the pits at that point. Um, I'd really reached a point to where I, I would say to myself, I didn't love her. and um, But divorce wasn't really an option. We were Christians, and I was trying to figure out how I'm going to make this work. And I began to think and ponder, you know what, I wonder if this all this lying and this hidden sin in my life has anything to do with the disconnect we're feeling. So I took a risk in 2002, and um, I asked her, could we talk? And We stayed up that night, and I began to confess just a little bit. I just wanted to see, you know, was this going to work or not? (laughs) And um, by God's grace, God led us down a path of open and honest transparency and humility with one another. And then he began to take us through steps to um, help us find freedom personally and in our marriage. And as that began to to take off, God began to bring other couples along our way, uh, looking for the same answers, you know, because for, I hate to say, but for so many years of my life, you know, I I went to Christian leaders and other people I know, and I'd say, do you have an answer for this? In other words, I struggle with this. Uh, You know, I'm a teenager. I remember in my early 20s saying, you know, how do you stop lusting? How do you stop masturbation? There was always a simple little pat answer, and I would even hear, well, just get married and it'll go away. Mm -hmm. But then I realized, Mm -hmm. you know, 14 years in the marriage, that didn't work for me. And um, so as God began to take us through the steps which we now teach, um, we saw it in our own lives, and we've now seen it in thousands of couples around the world find freedom.
2: And for me, as Paul's wife, I had no clue what was going on in his life. It, It was totally hidden from me. So he went through 14 years of marriage struggling with this, with me having no way to help him. It was completely kept from me. And so I just knew that I had been frustrated, that uh, early in our marriage I felt he was disconnecting, but I did not know why. And so it brought more frustration, which turned into anger, and I would end up lashing out at my children. And, and I, if you looked at me and you said, you know, what was my issue? That was my issue is I was an angry mother. I was an angry wife. And again and again, I would look at my marriage, though, and everyone would say, but you're married to such a great guy. He is an awesome provider. He's an awesome father, loves his kids. So what's wrong with you, Jenny? And I I didn't know. And literally, there were times that I I felt crazy. I Mm. felt crazy because something was wrong, and I didn't know what it was.
0: Well, talk about those times, because you went to counseling. And people kept pointing the finger at you, Jenny.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, I came into the marriage with a a bad past. I was molested as a young girl by a relative. I had all sorts of dysfunction within my family. And so people would hear those stories, and then they would immediately look at me and say, well, then you must be the problem. Because Paul didn't come into marriage with that. He came. He was raised in a Christian home. His family loved the Lord. He was in church every time the doors were open. So obviously it must be the why issue, hmm. and, and, so,
1: and part of that was because I wasn't an angry man. Part of that is people would look at me and say, why aren't you happy with this guy? I mean, look at him. He's not cheating on you. He doesn't raise his voice. He doesn't beat you or the kids. Why can't you be happy? So immediately the counselors and others that we went to would would begin to turn on her and say, you're jealous. You're this. You're domineering. You're controlling. And I got off scot-free. I would just smile and say, yes, that's right. You know, I'm a good guy. What's wrong with her? But meanwhile, I'm the one that had 14 years of hiding sin, which was contributing to all of this.
2: You know, and no one never once asked him, is there anything in your life that you could be hiding from your wife that could be causing you to disconnect? Is there anything? Never once was that question posed to Paul in all those years of trying to seek help.
0: Mm-hmm. Which is which is awesome. When we had dinner with you guys last well, a couple of months ago, that was one of the most powerful things you guys said was, you know, there's a lot of organizations out there for men who uh, for their pornography addictions or masturbation addictions it, separately or together, and that and they say, well, just confess to another guy. That That's not, that doesn't work. The, God, the guy's got to confess to his wife. That's the beginning of the healing. And again, we're talking about Wit Ministries at witministries.com. And the center of all of this is Jesus Christ. This doesn't work. Healing doesn't come without Jesus. All right, caution, caution, caution. This segment will contain adult content. That's right. I want to go ahead and do the Michael Savage thing, adult content, and he goes on and on. We're not. That's not what it is. We're talking about marital issues today, and the reason we're talking about it on the I Work for Him show is because. We need to know the resources that are out there For our employees, for our co-workers And for our own marriages If your marriage is in trouble Wit Ministries is where you need to go for a solution And this isn't because Paul and Jenny Speed are supernatural It's because the supernatural lives within Paul and Jenny Speed This is the Holy Spirit driven Freedom from bondage Weekend for marriages Yesterday in the show we talked about The four days to freedom for men And the four days to hope for women Today we're talking about four days to oneness But if you've got Children in the room, move them to another room. Give them a puzzle, a book. I don't know, give them a coloring book or something, but this is not a conversation for them to hear. All right, Paul and Jenny Speed with Wit Ministries at Witministries.com. Welcome back to the I Work for Him show. Thank you. All right, so this conversation, what I really want people to hear about is the practical. And the tactical part of of what you're doing here at wit Ministries, because we're talking. You told us around our dinner table a couple of months ago that people go to counseling, and, and Martha and I have seen it. People go to counseling, and it's because it's a perpetuating income source for those counselors. They never get anywhere. You guys said to me that going to your four day weekend to oneness is like five years, three to five years of counseling all in one weekend.
1: Yeah, our purpose of um, the four days to oneness um, marriage intensive is not really teaching a couple just how to cope with well, what do I do with a husband who won't pick up his socks and it's not a real light and fluffy type weekend it's a, it's a difficult weekend and um, it's going back and analyzing your life and your past and what's got you to this point and dealing with sin patterns in your own life that are affecting your marriage
2: Absolutely. When we do these weekends, it's not just Paul and I. It's a team leader, leaders from all over the U.S. that are a part of our ministry. They fly in. They pay their own way because they've had their marriages saved. And so they want to now help others save their marriage. So it's a group effort, and we come in, and when you come to a weekend, like Paul said, it's not light and fluffy. We're not talking about surface issues. We're going to the roots. We're saying, God, will you show us what are the root issues that are destroying this marriage? We like to say at our conferences that what we are looking for is a man or a woman that has a desire for freedom, a desire for their marriage to be more than just the the status quo. And if we can find those couples that really want to walk in oneness, that really want to see God do mighty things in their marriage, then we can help them get there.
0: And and I I just tell you, and the reason this is so important right here in Tampa Bay and around the world is that if we could build strong marriages up in this society, this American society that has rejected God and rejected marriage, carte blanche Mm -hmm. across the basis— we can turn this nation for Christ if we can build strong marriages on Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. But you can't build a strong marriage if you don't deal with the sin issues in a husband's life and the sin issues in a wife's life. You can't. Mm -hmm. And a wife can't fix a husband, and a husband can't fix a wife. The only fixing happens by the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Amen. And
3: and you know, one of the things I just want to say just for everybody that's listening, our prayer is that they remember about WIT Ministries. WIT stands for whatever it takes, and that's what people need to be willing to do whatever it takes to work on their marriage, but to remember that. So when they're talking at Christmas with, you know, a family member who is really struggling and doesn't know what to do, or you just see in a friend's life, um, and I don't mean that it's not for yourself as well, but, you know, just knowing that this resource is out there for people and just really praying that they will remember it when that that need is there and direct people towards your website and to learn more about your weekends so that they can use these resources to build up their family
0: with witministries.com dot com. listen you guys have a special
1: guest caller on the show uh, calling in chris white is joining us why don't you introduce your guest sure this is um, chris and kendra white they're here in the tampa bay area and i met chris uh, i guess about two years ago and um, it's been wonderful to watch and amazing to watch their marriage get restored. Both of them get restored. Chris came to Four Days to Freedom. I believe Kendra also attended the Four Days to Hope, and they've um, also come to our Four Days to Oneness. So, Chris, are you there? Yeah, we're here, Paul. How are you? Hey, great. Good to hear you. Welcome to the I Work for Him show, Chris and Kendra. Um, Take a minute and just tell everybody, in other words, where were you guys at in your marriage when you... um, I I know it was part of Kendra saying, you've got to go to this. So just kind of tell that background. What was going on in your marriage in your life between both of you?
4: I'll let Kendra start off, and then I'll I'll jump in.
5: Uh, So prior to WIT, I was ready to give up on our marriage and divorce my husband. But we had just had a baby, and so I didn't feel like God was um, calling me to uh, or allowing me to um, (laughs) divorce this man. So... um, I just remember hearing about WIT Ministries from a friend, and I really felt like the Holy Spirit was telling me to check it out, and I was like, I'm, I'm done with marriage conferences, and because um, we had been to a couple, and so I checked it out, and I, I asked Chris to go to Four Days to Freedom, and through um, a lot of, of arguing, he ended up going, and some seeds were planted, definitely. Um, but prior to all of that, it was, it was, kind of a hopeless
4: situation, it felt like. Yeah. um, Before Four Days of Freedom, I'd just been struggling with pornography and masturbation were kind of the the fruit of some other root issues that I didn't discover until um, the the Four Days to Oneness marriage conference. But um, I was incredibly reluctant to go to Four Days of Freedom. I I thought I knew it all already. I've I've been in church my entire life. My father's a pastor. And um, when she first brought it to my attention, I I just told her I'd look into it, and I just completely rejected it. And I told her... That I would do anything that uh, that she wanted. I would I would do anything to save our marriage, but I wouldn't go to this conference. And um, the next morning, I was talking to a mentor of mine, and he just um, he just showed me the hypocrisy in those words. You know, just the fact that I I would tell my wife that I love her and I would do anything for her, but this one thing she's asking me to do, um, I wouldn't do it. Uh, but uh, but I, I ended up going, and like Tinder said, some seeds had been planted, and that that was kind of the start for us. And then she went to the four days of hope. And some more things changed, some, some things that she understood um, uh, for herself, things that she needed to let go. Um,
0: Chris, let me just interrupt you for a second. This is Jim. Uh, what was the biggest impact from the four days of freedom weekend for you?
4: Um, man, there, there's a lot. Um, I, I would have to say the biggest impact um, is just understanding how um, my sin affected my wife. Um, and it didn't matter how often or how little I sinned. Um, but, but this sin that I was engaging in, um, was it was affecting my wife and it was affecting every other part of my life um, in, a, in a really negative way. And um, uh, the biggest thing I took away from the four years to oneness um, was that it really wasn't about the pornography or uh, I was into drugs and alcohol. It wasn't really any of all of that. It was really just a, a root cause of, of my incredibly selfish nature my selfish hypocritical uh, nature that was just um, destroying my life and there was no there was no check on it it was all about me all the time no matter what and it was just destroying our marriage and I didn't even see it I was completely blind to it I thought I was doing great
0: okay. what about you Kendra what was the biggest thing you took away from the four days to hope
5: well um, like I said I actually felt hopeless <laughs> before we attended um, these set of um conferences and when I went to four days to hope I was over my husband completely and I was just like he just needs to be fixed. Um <laughs> but I did I I really did gain hope there and I realized, you know, that um that I was doing myself as a victim. And there are two people in a marriage. And yes while Christopher was doing things that were disgusting to me, my attitude and my heart condition was it was disgusting in a sense to God. And so I was just viewing myself as a victim, thinking, "Poor, poor, horrible me! I had this horrible husband who does this to me." And then I was also thinking of myself as kind of like a martyr. Oh, look at me! I'm such a great wife for staying with this horrible man. Um, but being surrounded by other women and hearing their other stories, you know, God just really showed me that um, you're not alone. That that there are other people out there who are dealing with this. But I'm bigger than this. Hmm. And that weekend, I just met God in a very, very powerful way. And, um, and he just showed me that um, I had been bitter for the longest time prior to our marriage and um, he was just showing me again that um, I was bitter and that the way that that, um, that I can be healed from that is by forgiveness and so he showed me through that weekend he gave me hope again he gave me hope in my marriage that no matter what Christopher did that he's bigger than this situation um, that he can take care of it and that um, by forgiving my husband and forgiving other things I was truly set free from bitterness
0: from a life of bitterness so that's that's what happened okay so both of you went through you went through four days of freedom for the men four days to hope for the women and then you went to four days to oneness together yeah and so when you got there together you'd already been working on your issues you already figured out you couldn't fix each other but god could fix each one of you what what was what was so what was incredible fairly quickly about the four days to oneness
5: well, what was incredible is that God showed me that while Chris had changed, he was not a broken man, um, that he realized um, things that needed to change, but he just wasn't broken. There was something that just wasn't clicky. And so while we were there, I um, was over Chris telling me about all of his sins, and while we were there, I said, okay, God told me, he said, you need to sit down, and you need to allow your husband to, to tell you um his sin and to tell you his side of the story and you need to be honest with him you need to show him that this hurts you and so anyway he did and um, I was very vulnerable and I showed him and I told him what his sin did to me and um, and just something clicked with Chris something clicked with him and and, and then that, um, in that retreat he became a broken man I believe it. and that's when it turned mm-hmm. around
4: so.
0: yeah that's fantastic I want to thank Chris and Kendra, you guys, for calling in today to the show and sharing this testimony. The vulnerability and the transparency is powerful, and it will make a huge difference. Thank you for being part of this ministry and for sharing your testimony, because there, for, for this one testimony, there are 100,000 of these in Tampa Bay alone. Thank you for being willing. Thanks for being on the I Work For Him show. Adult content will be part of the discussion today. If you've got children listening on the in the car with you or next to you in the kitchen, this is one of those shows to put them if you're in the car, turn off the radio and listen to this in the archives. If you're at home, put them in another room, give them a book, give them a puzzle, give them a coloring book. But this is a conversation. We're talking about the bluntness of the issues affecting marriages in America today, and we're talking about Wit Ministries at Wit Ministries, WIT Ministries dot com. We've got in the studio Paul and Jenny Speed, the founders. Of Whit Ministries with us. And you guys have been so awesome, so transparent, so vulnerable. I appreciate that. Those are two of my core values. I love that. We're talking today about the four days to oneness. We just heard from Chris and Kendra, their testimony on the impact that the Holy Spirit made on them through your ministry i really want to get into the details about what you shared during the break you know those things i i, I wish we could record during the break so i could pull those things up. <laughs> but your your whole motto open broken free but before we do that i want to talk about this book that you guys have written and of course the book highlights segment brought to you by karis christian books and gifts karis christian books and gifts has been part of the largo community for over 29
3: years Karis Christian Books and Gifts. Located (laughs) on the campus with First Baptist Church of Indian Rocks.
0: I'm gonna get in trouble for that one. You are. They're twenty four hundred square foot stores (laughs) open to the public. Seven days a week. Check them out online at shopcaras.com
3: that's shop C H A R I S dot com.
0: I love my wife; she's so awesome. Mm-hmm. All right, we've got three copies of these books to give away today, uh, for men and for women. This book is called "Freedom from Bondage." We've got three. We've got three more left to give away. Maybe even four. Call into the studio line, 855-265-2929, 855-265-2929. If you are suffering from sin bondage in your life, you need freedom because Christ died on the cross and rose from the dead so you could live in freedom and be free from bondage. But the enemy doesn't want you to know that. And so you need to get a copy of this book and look up more about witministries.com. Freedom from Bondage Paul and Jenny Speed written this book it's from their hearts you got to get a copy 8552652929 and remember you got to read this book absolutely this is not going to be turned into a movie Welcome back to the I Work For Him show. We've got Paul and Jenny Speed in studio with Martha and I talking about doing whatever it takes to save marriages in Tampa Bay and around the world. Paul and Jenny, welcome back to the I Work For Him show. Thank you, Jim. Thanks. Thanks, Jim. Witministries.com or they can call 336-310-5050, 336-310-5050. Their marriage is absolutely at the end of their rope. You guys are there. To, to show them that God's rope's been handed off to them all
1: along. they just been waiting to reach out for it. Yeah, amen. I think a lot of times, um, I believe if a guy knows there's hope, he's willing to do the hard things. And I remember the very first uh, marriage intensive we did almost 10 years ago, and we were just getting our feet wet. But I remember during a break, we had just finished speaking, and Jenny had gone off to the restroom, and I was um, taking my microphone off, and a young man came up to me, maybe in his early 30s. And he looked at me very sternly and said, I just want to ask you a question. And I said, sure, what's that? And he said, your story and all the other testimonies I'm hearing from these other men, is it true? And I said, is what true? He said, I want to know, can a man really be free? And I looked at him and I thought, well, that's a logical question. Sure, sure he can. So then the guy walks off. I come back maybe two sessions later and Jenny says, "Um, I'm really um, hurting. I said, why? She said, I was in the bathroom and there was this beautiful young girl. She was crying. I asked her what's wrong. And she said, that um, she thinks her husband's committing adultery because he keeps texting this woman at work even while they're here at this marriage weekend trying to work on their marriage. And um, I said, really? And she said, yes. She said, there she is right over there. Well, I looked, and next to her is the guy who just came up to me. Well, during the next break, unbelievably, he comes up to me again. And he says, um, Paul, I want to ask you one more time. I said, what's that? And he said, are, is it true? Can a man really be free? And I looked at this guy, and I said, let me ask you a question. I said, are you committing adultery? <laughs> And I remember him kind of looking down and kind of um, looking around. And all of a sudden he looked at me and said, yes, I am. And he said, and, and I'm willing to go through this if you can promise me that I can be free. This is going to work. And I said, well, I, I can promise you you'll be free. I can't promise this. everything's going to turn out okay. And I said, Mm -hmm. but I'm telling you, if you will trust God, God will show himself strong on your behalf if you'll do the right thing. And we began to watch this couple as he went, and we walked them through the confession and then the aftermath of what they needed to work through. And they're actually on our our team leader board um, currently. They've got, I think, four children, um, live in Indiana, just a beautiful family. And this is all about why we do what we do, is to be able to see couples like this who very easily could have been destroyed Um, once that came out that he was committing adultery but instead show them the steps how if both of them are committed that if they will walk through this we can help them not only reconcile but have a beautiful marriage for God's glory as they move forward
3: Mm,
2: wow Absolutely. That couple that Paul's talking of, they are amazing. It's probably been eight to 10 years uh, since this event that Paul talks about. We've seen God transform them. And one of the things I want to make clear is that, you know, when a wife hears this news, it's not like, uh, okay, I forgive you and go on. Mm -hmm. A woman has to walk through the stages uh, of grief. you know, I like Marsha Means book, Living With Your Husband's Secret War. She talks about the stages that a wife or a woman will go through when they've failed discovered these things with her husband, the first stage is denial. A woman will say, this can't really be happening. I don't believe it. And they'll just want to shut the door and climb into their little cave hole, you know, and pretend it's not happening. A lot of women won't go for help at that point. They'll not tell another woman or go to their pastor. They just want to deny it. And then the second stage is if they get through that the first denial stage and they finally begin to accept this is true, then they go into the anger stage mm-hmm. where you're angry. You know, when Paul came clean with me, 12 years ago and and shared his hidden struggles and sin that he was dealing with. Um, The first night I just looked at him and said, thank you. So I really appreciate you telling me this. And and I just love you. And I was like, "Mm," you know, you're so amazing. And then we went to bed that night and I woke up the next morning. The truth is, guys, I was angry. Mm -hmm. I was really mad. I had hit the anger stage because I realized the reality of what he just told me. I realized, wait a minute. All this disconnect, all these things that have been going on in our marriage and our family. This could have, have been rooted in your lying and deception. And so I got to the anger stage. And then the third stage a woman usually goes through is depression and grief, where she begins to look around and say, wow, everything in my marriage has been a lie, which is not true. But that's what the enemy tells her. Mm-hmm. And she'll want to go around and rip every picture every photo album out of the house and throw it in the garbage can and she starts saying, you know, it's it's all been a waste. Everything. And that is not true. Yes, there's been deception. Yes, there's been lying. Yes, there's been hurt. But it doesn't mean that everything has been wrong. Everything has been a lie or deception. And so if a woman can go through those stages and and then process through uh, to find hope and healing, God can heal even the worst situations. Paul and I have seen Horrible, horrible marriages. The one that he described a moment ago where the husband was committing adultery with a co-worker, after the discovery came at our conference, they went back to their church, a very large church in a metropolitan area, and they went and met with their pastor. And first thing that the pastor said is he kind of stopped him and he looked at the wife and he said, I want you to know right now that if you want to divorce, the church will support you because your husband has committed adultery. And, you know, hmm. that's sad. That was the first answer. And so she, she looked at him and she said, no, I don't want a divorce. I want healing. Hmm. I want our marriage hmm. to be healed.
0: Well, say that again.
2: She looked at the pastor and said, I don't want a divorce. I want healing. I want our marriage to be healed.
0: And if more couples would say that, because a divorce doesn't bring healing. That's it right. never brings closure. It's a death that keeps on giving. And that's really what you just described, Jenny. You just described the mourning process. A woman realizes her marriage is dead the way she thought it was, and she had to go through the steps of mourning. Only the problem with a divorce is it it just keeps on giving. It never goes way. So those words she said were so powerful. I don't want a divorce, I want healing. Wow. And 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 understand I want to, I want to make sure I bring this back in. We're talking about a ministry that helps couples recover their marriage but not because you and Jenny Paul are so fantastic, it's because the Holy Spirit
1: is in the middle of this process. Hmm. Amen. We're definitely not fantastic. But,
3: um, <laughs> I was going to say, yes, they are fantastic. <laughs> well, that isn't why it's exactly But I mean, fantastic
1: <laughs> in the true sense
0: of right. the word fantastic. This is not of your power. This is the power of God healing
1: people. Well, it really is. And we've seen over the years... Um, couples really from all walks of life and we've seen them in all sorts of different situations and the thing about um, four days to oneness are intensive that's so amazing is is it's not just about those that may have had um, kind of sexual bondage or wreckage in their life. We've had couples that have come that that really hasn't been an issue but through the weekend they recognize maybe lies they're believing about one another or themselves and how that's affecting their issue or they learn about self-centeredness and what it does to us in a relationship um, and different things that we teach so it's really important that the majority of people, yes, that's kind of the, the track that we're trying to rescue. But we have lots of people that attend, that their marriage just seems to be struggling. They don't know what's at the root of it, and they want freedom so that they can have a glorious marriage.
3: Proverbs twelve twenty two, Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but those who deal faithfully are His delight. Do you insist upon godly behavior from all your employees? As believers in Jesus Christ, we are free to walk in the light of God's commandments by the power of the Holy Spirit at work in our hearts. But what about our non-Christian employees? Considering that God's law applies to every person, do we hold them accountable to a biblical standard of excellence and integrity? We can't ask non-believers to act just like Christians in every aspect, but we can insist that our staff exhibit truth and honesty when dealing with customers and that they maintain a professional and kind disposition toward others. Make your standards and expectations clear to all and set a good example. Then expect everyone to adhere to your principles. Insist that every employee work in a godly manner and your business will be blessed by the Lord. Proverbs 12:22 Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord. But those who deal faithfully are his delight.
0: We are talking with Paul and Jenny Speed with Whatever It Takes Ministries, WITministries.com, Whatever It Takes Ministries.com. And we're talking about the destructive. Issues in their in people's marriages. We're talking about giving people freedom from the bondage that destroys their marriages, the bondage that destroys husbands, destroys wives, and keeps them from experiencing oneness. And that's why we're talking about four days to oneness with Paul and JSP. But if you got kids nearby, if you're in the car, turn off the radio or go to another station and listen to this show later with your husband and your wife. If you're at home, just move into another room. But again, adult content on the show today on I Work for Him. And we're talking about this because we need to know the resources to help our friends, whether they're at work or at home in our Bible studies, in our neighborhoods. We need to know the resources out there to help people, as Jenny said in the last segment, not get a divorce, but to get healing. Because that's what our Heavenly Father desires for us. He desired, Christ died on the cross to give us freedom from the bondage that our, the enemy absolutely loves for us to live in. So, Paul and Jenny Speed, welcome back to the I Work For Him Show. Thank you so much, Thanks, Jim. Jim. All right, I want to get right into it. What makes it different? What makes WIT Ministries, whatever it takes ministries, different than other marriage conferences?
1: Well, our intensive is definitely uh, what we would say deeper. It really deals with issues that are at the, the core of the problems in our marriage. We don't deal a lot with um, fluffy differences or maybe um, different... Um, habits or whatever in the home so it's really trying to get couples back to the core of what's really going on in their marriage that's breaking down communication that's bringing other destruction in are home through habitual sin um, and so forth and getting a couple of that point you know it brings out our um, revelations twelve eleven 11 um, years ago the lord gave us that as far as our ministry verse and it's and they overcame him. He's talking about the enemy. By the blood of the Lamb the word of their testimony, they love not their lives unto the death. And we know that the blood of the Lamb represents salvation, but it's the word of their testimony. This is the confession of truth. This is who God says we are and being able to walk in that. And it's also a part of being open and transparent, which you alluded to earlier. In other words, living a life of transparency, not of hidden things in our life that bring the guilt and the shame that put us into bondage. And that last part, and they love not their lives even unto the death. Am I willing to die for someone else, as Christ did for us? Am I willing to give my life for my wife? Or is a wife willing to give her life for her husband? And when we can get to that place in our life where we're willing to make those choices, any marriage can be reconciled.
2: Yes, Jim, the, the motto of Wit Ministries, whatever it takes, ministries, is open, broken, free. And we really believe that you can be free, totally free, not just learn to cope with the sin, not just learn to cope with temptation, but be free from temptation and free from sin. The The motto, open, broken, free, openness being transparency, walking totally transparent before the Lord and before us. Before your spouse, they're not allowing any hidden secrets to be between you and your spouse. I truly believe that I know every single thing about Paul Speed. I know everything about his past, about when he was a young boy, the things that he was involved in. There's nothing hidden there, and that transparency allows us to understand and be able to to live in oneness with one another. So being open and then being broken—that's you can be open and never be broken, mm. but when you're broken, Broken, you have to be open. And so open, broken, free. We have seen over and over in our lives, in our marriages, in the lives of thousands of couples that we've dealt with that walking in openness, transparency, and then being broken over our sin will equal freedom.
1: This brokenness that she's talking about, it really is the the word humility um, throughout scripture when when God says, This is the man I'm looking for, he who is broken and contrite and trembles at my word a lot of times a broken is um, translated as it's the same as humility and God is looking for people and that's why he says he whoever humbles himself I will exalt I will raise up in other words but we want to raise ourselves up we want to rescue ourselves and we want things to work our way but we're not willing to humble ourselves and um, this is where open broken free um, comes from, and being open and honest about who you are, and then beginning to walk in that humility that God is requiring of us. And part of the four days to oneness is showing people how to do that, just to say to someone, humble yourself, well, what does that mean? Do I lay down like a doormat? What does that mean? But to show them practical ways in a marriage where you can live in a relationship with another, where you humble yourself on a daily basis, and then you begin to watch God bring life in your life like you've never experienced, and your relationship.
2: It's amazing, guys, as Paul and I have been doing this ministry now for 12 years, we see the results in the children of these couples. You know, we have an epidemic mm-hmm. right now in our Christian community of young people who are leaving their faith when they get to the college age. Mm-hmm. And so as Paul and I have traveled around, not only just the United States, but around the world, we've been in Australia, New Zealand, Singapore, all these other countries doing this ministry. And one of the things that we've seen is that when a parent will come up to us and say, my my son, my daughter, you know, went away to college, they left the faith, we're devastated over and over and over when Paul and I have met with these young people and we'd say to them, you know, why? Why have you left the faith? Why is Christianity not real in your life anymore? And this is what they'll say to us. They'll say, because it didn't work for my parents. Hmm. And we go, whoa, wait a minute. What is it, What do you mean? Well, my parents were Christians, but yet my mom and dad f- hated each other. They fought all the time or either they didn't even they did, just didn't talk to each other. There was no oneness in my family. And so Paul and I are seeing that. That that's why Paul and I based our ministry off of uh, our, our marriage was based off of John seventeen twenty one. Father, may we be one as you and I are one, that the world may see and believe that you have sent me. That was Jesus' prayer to his Father. Father, make make, make we want the world to see. We want the, the believers to see the marriages to be one, so that people will see those marriages and say, "Wow, God is real. God is real." Yeah. And the sad fact is. The world looks at Christian marriages today and says, wow, there's no difference. There's no difference between the Christian and the non-Christian. And that's sad. That's really sad. So we're asking the Lord, God, help us to, to be a light to the world. Let the world see our oneness so that our children believe that our Christianity is real. So that the world believes that Jesus Christ is the way.
0: Wow. I just wanna, I want to whisper after that because it's <laughs> so powerful. You know, here's here's what I think you know when you describe what goes on in these four days to hope weekends, really the answer is that any couple that is willing to come there
1: has a chance to rebuild that which has been destroyed amen, um Jim, I remember another story from from way back. I actually had a man come to me and um he actually wanted me to fix his son. He said, my son's been struggling with pornography and masturbation he 's sixteen seventeen and he won 't stop He's so he said, when do I begin to discipline him in order to curb this behavior? And I don't know, I was just prompted by the Lord. We were at a conference, and I pulled this man aside, and I said, can I ask you a question? And I said, um, well, how is your life in a pure way? In other words, are you overcoming in these areas? And I kept asking him, and he kept kind of ignoring me. And finally, he looked at me. Now, he was an assistant pastor of a, of a large church in New York City. And he looked at me, and he said, well, the truth is, yeah, I'm a pastor. I preach every other Sunday. And yes, I've been committing adultery for the last 10 years with my wife's sister. Hmm. And I began to talk to this man about, you know what, it's pure hypocrisy for you to be here trying to fix your son when your life is a wreck before God. And I began to talk to him, you know, and he, at this point, his mind, like you said earlier, you know, his mind was so warped. He he said, you know, I love both women. I don't know what's right or wrong. But I began to lay out some steps for this guy, and he began to walk um, in trying to reconcile his marriage And what was incredible is after a while, I mean, he had some real difficult things to do because of the situation with the church and so forth. And I remember one time he called me and I I was like, well, I'm just not so sure if you really need to do that. And he said, well, I thought you said do whatever it takes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I remember he caught me in our own slogan. I said, yeah, you're right. Um, I'm so, going to be praying with you about that. You know,
0: what, what's really important is for people to understand, they can get a hold of Paul and Jenny Speed online at whateverittakesministries.com or witministries, wit or you can call them, 336-310-5050, 336-310-5050. There are lots more. But we're out of time. Tomorrow night on the I, next I Work for Him show, Oz Hillman will be joining us. We talk about the Jesus Alliance. You can check that out at JesusAlliance.org. Thanks to those supporting the broadcast today. Most Eric Most of Most Insurance at MostIns.com. For auto, home, life, and business insurance, you got to talk to Eric Most. Please let him know Jim sent you. For mortgages and refinances, you got to talk to Jim Byers, your Good Faith loan officer at GoodFaithFL.com. Thanks to our ministry partners, the Christian Chamber of Commerce, Tampa Bay, and Business His Way. Check out our website, iWorkForHim.com, and also check us out on Facebook. Just look for I Work For Him. Thanks to Paul and Jenny Speed for the last two days. Fantastic, fast-moving shows. Thanks, Paul and Jenny, for being part of I Work
1: For Him. Thank you so much, Jim and Martha. Yes, thank you. We're Christ followers who own our own business, but ultimately,
2: I, I work, work For Him. him.